Welcome back to Dice of Pixels, episode 14. Fourteen. Yay, 14. We hope you all had a fantastic week. Adrian, how was your week? Uh, my week was terrible. No, uh, it was all right. Excellent. Uh, did some random stuff around the house, around the property, one might say. Some of it wasn't in the house itself. The property? Yeah. I uh, I played the interesting game of Change My Truck's Air Filter, which uh. was... Uh, Similar to Farming Simulator in some ways. Uh, <laughs> also did not come with smell vision apparently. No, it didn't. Uh, very easy to do, by the way. But anyways, uh, we're going to talk about some Overwatch. Yeah? Yeah. How was your week, Chad? Specifically, the first one. <laughs> you didn't specify. No, it's true. Uh, Overwatch yeah, Over- 2. Overwatch 1 is a game. Uh, no, yeah. how was your... First of all... The people want to know. And by the people, I mean me. How was your week, Chad? Uh, my week was fine. How was your week, Sarah? It was a week. I I didn't say the people wanted to know about her week. No, no one wants to know about me. All right. Tell us about Overwatch 2. Yeah. So uh, Overwatch 2 uh, finally debuted on uh, Tuesday to mostly people having a hell of a time trying to actually get online to play it. Hang Jeez, on. Yeah, imagine that. Let's yeah. let's be fair here. There were mixed reactions. Uh, mm-hmm. There were people that were uh, pissed, and then there were people that were mega pissed. Yeah. So good mix. Yes. Um, and it also didn't help that they were DDoSed. Yeah, which <laughs> of course they were. Like, yeah. come on. It's yeah. a new game. <laughs> yeah. So much so uh, Snoop Dogg went on Twitter and uh, also gave his uh, two cents about the uh, Overwatch server status. Um. Yeah, I became incredibly pissed off uh, last night, yep. Thursday night. Yeah, mega pissed. Um, I had tried the night before to give Overwatch two a go because I never bought into the hype of Overwatch one, even though a lot of people, you know, said, "Hey, this is great, this is awesome," blah 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 blah. Um, again, a lot of people in uh, the clan that we're part of, Forever Gaming, uh, they all play it and they enjoy it. <clears throat> So with the price being right for Overwatch 2 free, uh, I said, sure, but what the hell? I'll give it a go. So I tried to log in Wednesday night. Impossible. The queues were just insanely huge. And after 45 minutes, the number didn't drop at all. So I just said, the hell with it. I'll try tomorrow. So Thursday night, I turn, you know, I go on the PlayStation and open up Overwatch 2 and wait. And it's a huge queue number. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, all right. And it dwindled down and down and down and down and down until finally I actually got in. And then it asked me for my phone number associated with my Blizzard account or to give like to give them my phone number, which I did. And then it told me that I had to restart the program in order to play, which put me at the end of the fucking queue line. I was very upset. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. So... You didn't enjoy the line simulator, is what you're saying. That wasn't your favorite game. No. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So overwhelmingly, Overwatch 2 has pretty much been shit upon. So we'll continue that trend because none of us have managed to actually play the game yet. Yeah. But the best part about Overwatch 2, in my opinion, is that they're stealing people's money. Yes. Yeah, on top of all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. They are stealing people's money, which is awesome. So for anyone who doesn't know, and if you don't know this and you're playing Overwatch 2, you might want to know this. Uh, 
they are, uh, they did, they screwed up the keyboard focus. So when you're typing in chat, it doesn't actually get exclusive focus from your keyboard. So as you're typing away, depending on what keys you're hitting, you're doing stuff in menus behind the scenes, which means that you can be inadvertently spending your premium currency, AKA dollars and, uh, not notice it. So well done. <laughs> That's just great. Uh, they might want to take this one back to the drawing board for a little while and yeah. release it when it's ready. <clears throat> and this is one of the things that kind of bugged me about this is that a lot of people have already said that Overwatch 2 just feels like an update to Overwatch. And it makes sense, all the sense in the world, seeing as Blizzard has basically made Overwatch 1 unable to be played anymore. And Overwatch 2 is the, like, this is the game that you're playing now. All your progress and stuff carried over from Overwatch 1. So if you had a ton of hours logged into a certain character in that one, you're still going to see it in Overwatch 2. It's just you can't play Overwatch 1 anymore. So whatever. Great. Another free-to-play gem. Um, yeah, well, I mean, let's let's be clear. It It is the same game. It's it's a re-release. Uh, and I'd say it is. I'm sure it's not literally the same game. That's not really relevant. Uh, but it is essentially the same game. <sighs> I think the reason that they re-released it was so that they could go to the freemium model and uh, nobody could complain that they were breaking Overwatch 1 because they had already done that. Yeah. yeah. So this is, <sighs> yeah, we broke Overwatch 1, but now we're giving you this new shiny that's free to play that's not really free to play. Yeah. And thankfully, so far by the looks of it, a lot of the uh, monetization is mostly cosmetic. And we know how I feel about those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, until, like, as of now, I'm not going to, because I haven't had a chance to play the freaking game yet. If you've been lucky enough to get in and play Overwatch 2, please let us know below in the comments what you think of it. Is it Overwatch (laughs) 1.2 or, like, what, you know? Yeah, Um, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's a decent game. I'm sure lots of people will thoroughly enjoy it. I'm also sure that they should have seen the DDoS attack coming. And yeah. that they probably should have, you know, maybe tested the game before releasing it so that it wasn't stealing people's money. Yeah. For, you know, Blizzard being the company that seems to specialize in online multiplayer games, they kind of. Yeah, you might almost expect them to know how to build them right? at this point. Right. Yeah. And this is what blows my mind. Like with the popularity of Overwatch 1. You would figure like, okay, you're going free to play now. So a lot of people that didn't want to spend the money to buy the first game are more than likely going to play the second one. So Mm -hmm. you figure like, hmm, maybe we should make sure that our servers can like handle this kind of extra capacity. Well, so knowing more than a little bit about how a lot of these servers tend to work, uh, I can, yeah, right. (laughs) Having built some of these things. uh, So I can pretty much guarantee that the way that this works, if they're at all competent at writing software, is that the actual login server takes you into a queue and passes you off to the actual game shard when there is one with capacity because they'll be running any number of gaming uh, servers that are individual sharded servers. Uh, And then the login server will be a central one that then uh, when a spot opens up, it will just shunt the next person in the line over to this. You could say that they shart them over. That's right. They shart them over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the the way that usually works is you, you have your login servers, 
that can run their cheap and cheerful servers. You can run a thousand of them and it's super easy because that's where people are going to hit with, with DDoS attacks. I suspect without any evidence of this, I suspect what happens uh, with this is that some <clears throat> rookie or idiot, one of the two, didn't fix it so that uh, when it's handing you off from the login server to the actual game server, I suspect that somebody found out that you can like bypass the handoff and just stay connected to the login server. And that's why the queue was never going down. That would be my <laughs> guess. Because <laughs> if you just connect to the login server and never terminate that connection and it's not stupid enough to hang up on you, you can just flood the queue with people and then prevent anyone from actually playing the game. That would be my guess, because I, I don't believe that a company the size of Blizzard would actually be dumb enough to be taken down by a DDoS attack. Because yeah. even really big DDoS attacks, there are pretty effective ways to work around it these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cloudflare is an entire company that deals with DDoS attacks from, like, you know, countries that are trying to take your site down. I, I don't think it was really that. I suspect somebody fucked up the code on the <laughs> login server, and yeah. that's why it wasn't working. Yeah, so... Um, another, uh, another thing that they've also been getting a bit of uh, shit for is, uh, asking for your phone number to, in order to, uh, in order to play. Yeah. Which they've now rolled back for some users, which from what I've seen is, is pretty much everybody. Yeah. So the, the, the statement that they released here and I'll I'm quoting, uh, we designed Overwatch 2 to be a live service, which enables us to be responsive to a variety of player feedback. We have made the decision to remove phone number requirements for a majority of existing Overwatch players. Any Overwatch player with a connected Battle.net account, will, which includes all players who have played since June 9th, 2021, will not have to provide a phone number to play. We are working to make this change and expect it to go live Friday, October 7th, which would be today. Uh, we will update players once it is in effect. Sorry, that would be yesterday because you're going to be watching this on Saturday. I was going to say, hey, we're time travelers here. So not a big surprise. Um, I get... I get why they would want people to have like to give the phone number for like cheating or. Um, yes, because you know. uh, it turns out that if you have a phone, you can't <clears throat> cheat at video games. Well, I'm sure you could, but then you'd just be easier to catch. Not at all. No, they, I can tell you why they want your phone number. It's because it's personal data that they can sell. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. There is zero correlation between having your phone number and cheating. No. absolutely not <laughs> i just assumed it was that no no that's just a lie uh they, they are they are just lying to you there's there's no correlation there at all oh, i you, didn't read you, anything about that i yeah, just assumed you, that that's my own assumption oh oh yeah no well so so they they say it's uh they usually say it's because of your real name like um this way they can identify to prove you're in, like a real person or something yeah shit. uh which i would be willing to bet that if I were to go to one of the sketchier online services that dole out phone numbers, I could uh, register one and be online in about 30 seconds for about 10 cents. So yeah. not an especially effective guard. No. <laughs> Anyways, Overwatch 2, an absolute dumpster fire that will probably be pretty good in about a week. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like I, I will... I do want to play it and I will play it like eventually. I, uh, I know they give it a shot too. Yeah. I know they uh, I know they brought the, the servers down last night, uh, Thursday night to um, affect a change that would kind of alleviate the long queue lines. Uh, whether, AKA fixing the bug in their login servers. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if that happened, great. Like hopefully sometime this weekend, maybe I'll get a chance to finally try this freaking game. But yeah, it's it's actually always surprised me that uh, like I was surprised years ago when World of Warcraft first came out that Blizzard couldn't figure out how to deploy patches without shutting down their servers. At this point, I I like sometimes I wonder who the hell is working there. <laughs> like they are sure. clearly pretty bad at software. It's yeah. it's kind of disgraceful. So it's kind of funny because Destiny Destiny does it both ways where they'll have like small patches that they'll implement and, and the game will stay running, but then they have other ones that are larger, but they'll shut everything down to yeah. implement it. Yeah. Yeah, so. I know that well. <laughs> As is typical, uh, I'm willing to bet that they are not shutting anything down to update the patch to uh, include the patch. They're shutting them down for other reasons that they don't want to disclose. So, because yeah. yeah. uh, I mean, nobody who does anything serious on the internet has actually had to shut down their servers in order to do mm -hmm. updates since so oh, mid '90s, probably we'll say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but anyways, yeah, no, it'll be great within a week. It usually is. I mean, the same things some of the same things happened with world of warcraft yep. when it came out yep and then it was fine in a week yep so yeah well yeah whenever whenever a new expansion comes out there's always a cue to get into it to begin with so yep. so mm. so next week we'll we'll be great maybe we'll all three give it a shot maybe yeah. maybe that's what we'll do on monday oh there we go there we go yeah, yeah it's a long weekend for us <coughs> yeah. of canadian thanksgiving yeah. yeah uh we do it like the americans except smaller yep yep so to all our canadian friends out there happy turkey slaughter day and to the Americans, uh, happy weekend. Columbus turkey day. slaughter Columbus. day. Because you can kill turkeys any day of the week. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. Why not? I guess. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Overwatch 2. Uh, anything else for that? I think we pretty much no, covered it. Uh, horrible in every single way and will probably be amazing next week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you want to talk about this PlayStation Stars nonsense? Yeah. So uh, I think... Uh, Wednesday, either Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, PlayStation Stars went live, which is um, it's uh, it's a loyalty program that will allow you to essentially save some money on games by redeeming these uh, PlayStation Gold points. To anybody that's ever bought anything on the Nintendo eShop or uh, even uh, Microsoft. What Nintendo does when you buy a game and you get gold coins and then you can use those coins as uh, to get a discount on another game. This is essentially what PlayStation Stars is. Um, they have these campaigns. Um, so one of them is like saying uh, it, it, they'll word it weird, but it's basically you play a fighting game and they'll have four games listed like Mortal Kombat 11, Street Fighter something or other. And when you play that, you check that off and you get some points or uh, they have these collectibles that they're saying aren't NFTs, but they're clearly NFTs. Like, <laughs> well, no, they're not, but they're very similar. Yeah, yeah, because these are these are sort of by definition not NFTs. They're just they're all the stupidity of NFTs without any of the benefits, from what I can tell, at least. They call them virtual collectibles. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's uh, four different levels uh, right now. The for every 1,250 uh, PlayStation points that you get, that's essentially $5 off a PlayStation game. So, uh, yeah, well, it should qualify that a little bit. It's it's $4 worth of wallet funds. Yeah. Or, or however many dollars. Yeah. Uh, so you can use it for anything. Yep. In theory. Yep. Um, 
one thing that kind of uh, caught my eye here, um, when you reach level four, um, they basically give you better PlayStation customer support service by putting you in a chat priority routing because yeah. you're on level four. Yeah. That's kind of weird, but... Uh, that's not that weird. I mean, most loyalty programs do that, like right? Like VIP thing. Yeah, I mean, when I had Air, Air Canada status, uh, you know, as soon as you get into their uh, second tier, I think, you get, uh, like, priority booking queues and stuff that you mm -hmm. can you have a special number that you can call. So that's yeah. that's not that weird. That's pretty common with a lot of loyalty programs. Uh, it's probably a little weird to see it on a gaming service, but yeah. at the same time, it makes perfect sense. I mean, the people who spend more money on your service are the people you want to keep happiest. So mm -hmm. nothing too special there. Yeah. And honestly, it just seems like uh, Sony's playing catch up with the other, with the other two insofar oh. as, oh, uh, yeah. you know, a kind of loyalty rewards program kind of thing. Yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah. Like that's my overwhelming sensation of it is like, yeah, cool. It, it's a discount program, which is good. Yeah. Nobody's going to say like, how dare you give us, you know, free stuff. Uh, and the collectibles look fine. There's nothing like they're a lot like the Steam gift inventory, whatever nonsense. Yeah. It's just it's so complicated like they made it so over complicated it's very strange yeah they seem to be very good at doing that because yeah. even even like their different program um uh, ps plus levels seem weird and complicated too to some extent they absolutely are yeah well and ps plus itself is kind of complicated too where it's like you can be subscribed to PS Plus and get absolutely zero benefit of it from it. Yeah. If you don't download the games when they're available. Yeah. Which I'm guilty of. I, I had PS Plus for basically a full year and actually probably still have PS Plus, despite the fact that I haven't turned the damn thing on in who knows how long. And I'm getting zero benefit from it because like if I log into my PlayStation now, it's not like I've got a queue of games that I can go back and grab. Mm-hmm. They're gone because yeah. I didn't get them in the moment, which is just so icky yeah. in my mm -hmm. opinion. It's one of the things I never liked about the PlayStation Plus no. program. No. And plus, yeah. like even if you were to let if you did get those at the time, if you let your PS Plus lapse, you don't have access to them anymore anyways. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm less grumpy about that aspect. Yeah. But if it worked properly in the first place, yeah. like if it was similar to Xbox Live where you like here's the list of games that you can play at any given time. And if you cancel, you don't get access to those. Yeah. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Everybody can figure that one out. Yeah. The fact that it's like, yeah, you have all these things in your in your library, but only some of them you actually own. And you still have to like, we don't just give you new ones. You have to go and get them. It, it, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I It used to be good because, I mean, they had one of the most robust. Mm -hmm. Like it, there was a time when PS Plus was the most robust option in terms of getting good games for your money. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, with their new tiers that they have, uh, they, I think like with the extra tier, um, you get access to their game catalog, which has like a whole bunch of uh, current hits um, yeah. and some some newer like current gen games yeah. or late last gen games. So, and then the uh, the final tier they have just gets you access to a classic catalog that allows you to play like old games with trophies attached to them. 
I don't really care for either one of them because a lot of the stuff that they have on the extra on the extra stuff game catalog I've already bought because they're games that I have no problem spending money and buying a game that if I think it's good like yes I will buy it because I will support you know the people who make it yeah yeah like it's it's the same so it's the same thing I've said with music before where if I enjoy a band I will buy their album as opposed to just streaming it on Spotify because I want to support them for the work that they put into it yeah so um so I, I can pretty safely say that you're not their target audience in a couple of ways. Um, so what I can say is that, uh, for instance, when I just bought the Xbox, mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for the live, the the game pass, I never would have bought the Xbox because I would have had to buy the system and then buy hundreds of dollars worth of games to make it useful. Yeah. For somebody who's been in that ecosystem for years and has that back catalog that they can play, that's maybe not as attractive. But for somebody just coming into the system, having that, uh, even if there are games that maybe you would have bought if you'd been there for a while, having that instant access to a lot more games for even if you only keep it for a few months while you build up a little bit of a catalog, that's super, super valuable. So like, I think it's fine. I think they did a decent job with it. It's just enough with the fucking tears. Yeah. yeah, not everything needs fifteen different tiers. No. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like I will give uh, PS Plus credit. There's been a f- there's been quite a few gems that when they were initially sure. released were PS Plus games that a lot of people got for free. I look at yep. Rocket League. Yeah, when Fall Rocket Guys. League Fall Guys. Yeah, yep. when they first came out, uh, they were free to play on if you're a PS Plus uh, user, and man. I played the shit out of Rocket League. We played the hell out of Fall Guys just because mm-hmm. it's sure it yeah. was just nutty fun, like online yeah. with your buddies and stuff. Um, lately, a lot of the PS Plus games have been very lackluster. Uh, this month, I believe uh, the Hot Wheels racing game, which is actually really good. And if you are yeah. a PS Plus member, get that game because it's a great racing game, um, is one of uh, the free games. And then Injustice 2, which was like, a fighting game that came out a few years ago. Like, okay, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird mix. Uh, PS Plus has always been a little bit uh, weird and, and very hit and miss. But to some degree, you could kind of let that slide when it was like a $14 a month service. Because like, well, if I get uh, one or two mediocre games and one good game that I might have actually purchased every quarter, let's say, mm-hmm. that's still worth it. Like, that's still a decent value prop. Uh, plus you get discounts on other stuff and you get freebies and whatever like it that's a decent value prop um the the catch is it becomes worth less and less as you like it, it, that service just goes down in value over time because uh you've played through those games and you're done with them and i think the same is somewhat true of xbox game pass mm-hmm um and any subscription service for that matter so i don't think as much as it seems like those services would be for the heavy gamers i think the opposite i think those games uh those services are for the casual gamers like myself who don't mind the monthly fee if it means that i can turn on my system and grab a game and play and i don't have to worry about figuring out which of the seven games that i might buy is actually worth my 50 dollars and whether I'm going to play it for more than three hours or anything else, I can turn it on. I can go to the first one that looks interesting, download it and be playing. And I'm happy. So I, I think that's 
I think I'm the target mar- market for these things because I don't mind the monthly fee and I really like that I don't have to worry about actually doing the purchase. Yeah. I only own like three games. Yeah. I, everything else is through PS Plus or or I play through Xbox Live. Well, okay, Steam, I actually own a bunch, but only because they don't offer. If Steam offered a subscription service, I'd oh. probably eat Valve. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, so like, I think that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm actually surprised Steam doesn't do anything like that. I, I could see it being hard with just their... Inc- well, you probably... Game developers would probably have to like register to be part of it. They'd have to mm-hmm. opt in, yeah. yeah. Which honestly, I mean, I I think the reason that you haven't seen that is because until fairly recently, uh, Valve didn't have a good platform story. Because the problem is, like, as a Mac user, anything Steam's going to offer in a subscription is going to be worth way less to me than somebody who has Windows. And if you have both, even better. Now that Steam OS is getting closer and closer and closer to a real product, like the fact that you can run Windows games decently on it, now that they've got the Steam Deck, uh, I can envision Valve releasing a, like, Steam console. I mean, technically, they kind of already did a while back, but it wasn't really... Th- I don't think they did. I think they let talk- other companies build them. Oh, I thought you were talking about that little Steam Link thing that they did. That little box that you could plug into your TV and... Uh, that just streamed games, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, from I think that PC. was from your PC to, yes. to your big no, TV. No, when they, when they brought out Steam OS, they, like, there were a bunch of companies that built, oh. like, the, the Steam box. And, but I don't think Valve built one. I think that was just other companies built it and installed the OS on it. Yeah. And they were cool. Uh, I don't think I ever got one, but we, we had one in the lounge at work. Um, there was, they were cool. Um... And I think as they move closer and closer to that world where more and more things are playable in Steam OS, assuming they continue down that path, I think then you will see a subscription. Yeah. Um, fuck. I'm, I thought when they first uh, when they first started talking about the Steam controller, I thought that they had like some kind of set top box. That was well, that. yes and no. Uh, that was in the same. That was at the same time as Steam OS came out. And there I don't think Valve built one, but like there were a few different companies that all built what are called Steam boxes. Mm-hmm. And like you could get them with very yeah, Steam machines. If you go yeah. to uh the Steam store, it looks like the actual page is empty now, but they called them Steam machines. But I don't think Valve built any. It was all, all like, like hey, MSI or hey Falcon or or whoever, like, yeah. do you want to build a machine? And we'll vet that it has certain minimum requirements and then we'll label it a steam machine, which kind of worked. They were interesting, but they never really took off. And then the Steam Deck, I think, is starting to take off. I saw mm-hmm. the article that they had uh, surpassed a million units, which is not bad. Yeah. So I think as they build out that ecosystem, you might see a subscription. But I think for now, it would be too complex. Because the, the thing, as someone who makes apps for a living... Uh, mm. The one thing that's always the hardest about any new feature, service, subscription, anything like that is educating the user as to how it works. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, just like trying to think through mentally, like what would I tell a user who doesn't understand technology about where they can play these games and which games they can play and how the subscription, like it's, it'd be a nightmare. So I don't think you'll see it until they have a platform. Right. Well, speaking of the Steam Deck, 
Yeah, it's no um, longer bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like if you want to buy one, you can actually buy one now. One to two weeks is what they said on the website when I went there. I don't know if that's Canada or if that's true of most places. It might be clo- uh, shorter. Other places might be a little bit longer. Mm. But they are now shipping them. You can buy one and they will ship it to you. Yep. I want one so bad. I was going to say, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, when's the order going in? I, I don't think I can. I just bought an Xbox. Yeah. I think that would be beyond X- irresponsible. Xbox has been prioritized, prioritized over Steam Deck at our house, too. I really have to update Sarah's OS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, buff- <laughs> she's buffering, buffering a lot. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think... I, I we've talked about this off camera a bit. I don't think we've talked about it too much on camera. I think my problem with the Steam Deck is um, I don't like I have the laptop mm-hmm. and the Android. Uh, we've talked about the Android like tablet game systems basically that are springing up all over the place. They'll be able to play Xbox Live. Uh, mm-hmm. Potentially, they'll be able to play some Steam games. Maybe at some point, hard mm-hmm. to say. Uh, and, uh, you know, they can play all kinds of Android mobile games. I, I don't know that the value prop is there for me to get an actual Steam Deck. I think for me, though, just I play so many indie and cozy games that personally for me, well, I you would... also use your Switch. I don't use it that much. No? Oh. No. I actually use it more. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. All right. Well, we'll all buy a Steam Deck. Bo- we'll tell you what. We'll all buy a Steam Deck and we'll see which one uses it the least. <laughs> It'll be me. It would be you. <laughs> it would 100% be you. Yeah. It, two weeks later, it'd be like, hey, did you open it yet? No, it's still in the box. <laughs> I think it, it would be It would be one of those things where, uh, like you say now, like, oh, I probably wouldn't play it a lot. But you would. 100% you would. The second it's in your hand. Yeah. And then I'd be coming upstairs and you have cobwebs all over you. But you'd just be going nuts on your Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Can you plug me in? I, well, considering how, how much I, I did play my Switch Lite when I first got it, because I was so heavy into Stardew Valley at the time, and then... Um, so what you have to do is when we get a Steam Deck, you install Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley on it, yeah. And then I'm going to have a hookers and blow party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hook, I heard hookers and blow. I was actually looking something else up. <laughs> but That was just well-timed. That was, that was well-timed. Uh... I might have to. Okay. So what I was thinking was, this was my thought process, Mm -hmm. letting you in on this thought process. I was like, I'm almost tempted to buy a Steam Deck, even knowing that I probably won't get that much use of it because between the three of us, it would get used. And that's Mm -hmm. really what would stop me from buying it more than anything. Like it's, it's a little spendy and everything else, but buying it and then not having it used would be a pain in the ass. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. well, that won't work because Steam accounts and everything else. So I checked the fact. And it does support multiple accounts. And it does local saving of all the different stuff. And it's apparently easy to switch back and forth. So we'll let you know next week if I bought a Steam Deck. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I personally, I don't know. I don't know. I I think I could be convinced if it was something that I was buying with the intention of sharing it with the three of us so that we could try out games because part of me is like oh man it'd be nice to be able to actually talk about steam deck really first person Mm -hmm. i've played it very briefly like a hands-on thing yeah i've played it very briefly a couple of friends do have them and i have played with it but i haven't really like played with it Mm -hmm. 
So part of me is like, ah, if it's going to get used and it's useful to like check out new stuff, uh, yeah, I might get one. We'll let you know next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may have put in an order for one. The other thing that was stopping me aside from the cost was just the fact that it's, I hate the whole like, yeah, give us a thousand dollars and we'll send you one someday. someday. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I I don't, like I get the different, the, the three different models, but man, I fucking hate like just different models of a of a system like i get it you know like not everybody's going to be able to afford like a thousand dollar steam deck that's yeah. like top end with like what was the biggest 512 gigabyte hard drive or something yeah, yeah which honestly still doesn't seem all that no big, no but. like and that was the other thing like with solid state drives being like so freaking small and like you mean to tell me you couldn't get a terabyte fucking solid state drive put into this thing Oh, they could have. Yeah. It would have been more expensive. Yeah. Like there is a point where you have to consider whether people are actually going to buy it. Yeah. The the thing that I'm actually surprised that they didn't do um, is, and maybe they're expecting an aftermarket or something. Uh, I would have expected there to be uh, some sort of peripheral that you could attach to it that would take a solid state drive. Yeah. I was even going to say, I imagine, like I could see someday even just having the ability to either buy them from a third party or, or something that allows customization of them. Yeah. Well, like the steam dock, yeah. the, the steam deck dock, the yeah. steam, the steam deck docking station. I had to look up what it's actually called. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cause I would have called it the steam dock if I were them personally. Cause why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, it has USB ports and stuff. So presumably it doesn't say here that you can, include uh a drive but it says usb peripherals mm -hmm. so i'm a, i'm assuming yeah. probably um so like it clearly understands the idea of usb obviously of course yeah. it does uh so surely it could have a hard drive plugged into mm -hmm. it i'm just a little surprised that it doesn't have just like a slot the drive yeah. in the back of it and see now they're making me want to buy this because they've got this picture of it with it in the dock hooked up to a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse so they have micro Valve. sd they but have... then that's just a computer yeah Again. but it's a cool computer <sighs> <laughs> have i mentioned i'm a nerd <laughs> yeah they have a micro sd card slot so i mean like if that's like yeah the kind of thing but i mean that's not how big well, can you get well, micro so, SDs? Uh, big, big terabytes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, at least one terabyte. I'm sorry larger. I don't buy them very often. Well, you got to shoot more 8K video. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And oh or buy God. more books for my Kobo. There you go. That's right. <laughs> you use a Kobo? I do. I found her. The person that uses Kobo. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the micro SD card makes, uh, some degree of sense because like, presumably it just copies it over to the faster drive and then yeah. runs from there. Although many games would probably run f fine from the, uh, the SD card as well. Yeah. They're, they're pretty quick these days. I mean, hell, if it can record AK video raw on the fly, mm -hmm. I think it can probably, uh, manage that. So yeah, yeah. the more I look at this, the more I want one. <laughs> Uh, I'm not buying one right now, though. I, I'll have to at least sleep on it. But uh, no, it's good that you can get one and actually like you can buy one and actually get it. That's yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very tempted to check one out. Yeah. If you've uh, gotten, a, gotten a hold of a Steam Deck, uh, let us know below in the comments what you think of it. Uh, 
is it good great awesome fun cool want to let us borrow it no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> ship it to p.o box we don't have a p.o box no. someday we'll have a p.o box well you know what i would play on a steam deck if i had one this weekend what's that a bunch of demos from steam Next oh Fest. that was a terrible wow. segue. you should feel embarrassed <laughs> no I, it wasn't even that bad actually <laughs> Yeah, Steam is having another Next Fest on right now, and I've I've picked so many demos. <laughs> yeah, I you know this is probably just me having not paid enough attention to Steam in general. Um, but I didn't know that Next Fest was like a recurring thing. Uh, to be honest, I didn't before now either. I thought it was just like a thing that happened maybe annually in the middle of summer. Yeah. Like when we first yeah. were talking about it. But yeah, no. Yeah. It uh seems to be happening quarterly. Yeah, which is uh, cool. Uh yeah. anyways, yeah, lots of lots of demos, lots of live streams if you're into that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them from what I've seen so far, I haven't gone through all of the list yet, but a lot of them seem to be very well, probably about the same as last time too, but a lot of them are survival, um, city builders simulations that sort of thing i think that just comes with the indie territory yeah because i could see them probably being a little bit easier to build maybe i don't know i don't know uh all games are hard to build to <laughs> to an extent um but uh i think maybe easier to test that would make sense there's a smaller testing service yeah. than something that's like a an open world game mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah this uh the one I, the one thing i really like about this next fest the one thing i really like about this next fest thing <laughs> is uh um and it's also one thing that i've really missed about uh a lot of gaming in general is just uh being able to try demos out of games that haven't been released yet yeah just to kind of get a feel of what's in store i remember uh with the playstation one and the two and even the dreamcast uh, when you'd get the monthly official magazines for them, you would get a demo disc mm -hmm. with uh, little demos for either games. The first time I played Metal Gear Solid was from uh, an official PlayStation magazine that had uh, the opening part um, where you initially break into Shadow Moses and you just come up from the water. It was that part to the elevator and they let you play that. And that was just in a $6 magazine. And it had so many different demos you could try. I made so many purchases just based off of a lot of the demos that I played in that. And it kind of bugs me. You're starting to see it come back now on like, especially PlayStation, mm -hmm. where uh, you'll, you can, you, you can play certain demos of games that are about to come out, whatever. But it like was a huge thing. And then it seemed to have just completely died off. Uh, Except for PCs, like PC yeah. gaming, there's always like early access or demos or what have you not. But for uh, console-based players, it was really, really hard to get like demos of things. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know if that's totally true. Maybe it is. It's just my own experience. Yeah, I feel like I always saw demos on the PlayStation Store. I just never actually grabbed them. Um, but I might be... I don't know how many there were for console. That might be fair for console. For PC, there's definitely been lots of demos. Um, I think to some degree, the difference is that back in the day, uh, things weren't like gameplay footage wasn't easy to disseminate. Uh, whereas now it's just like, check it out on YouTube. Watch, yeah. watch somebody yeah. doing a, a playthrough of it. 
and then they don't have to actually ship out code. Uh, I'm not saying that's a good solution. I'm just, I think that's probably if things, if something killed demos, I think that's it is that uh, rather than shipping somebody like a physical media or a digital download for on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. you can just say like, hey, check it out on on YouTube. You can watch us play through it. Uh, whereas certainly in the older times, like the before 2000, for sure, that wasn't mm-hmm. really much of an option. So yeah. I think that's probably what, what happened. Yeah. But they are definitely, there's, I have been noticing more demos, even on Steam, like the, the new releases on Steam. Mm-hmm. I've been, uh, as we know, I've been combing through the new releases daily for a month and a half, two months at least. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more demos available now than there ever were before. Yeah. Um, they're also, I would say a lot of them are a lot shittier than they used to be. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And that's, uh, it, this is another thing that I really enjoy about uh, the Game Pass is that there have been games that I've seen uh, and this is my counter to uh, what you're saying about um, uh, watch the YouTube video. Sure. A lot of games, when when I see certain games, you, you just have to like kind of play it to get a feel for oh, yeah. you know, the combat system timing and all that crap. For sure. And there was one game from the last Next Fest uh, called Moon Scars that when I initially looked at it, it looked like a Castlevania kind of Metroidvania mm-hmm. hack and slash game that reminded me a lot of a game called Blasphemous. So when I seen that, I was like, ooh, I'm probably going to dig that. So I didn't get a chance to play the demo, but um, it's on Game Pass. So I installed it. And when I tried it, it controlled like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I did not like anything of the, the animations and the graphics were great, but the actual gameplay was like really, really freaking sloppy and it immediately turned me off the game. So it's one saving grace that there's $30 I didn't spend on something that I probably would have if it weren't for Game Pass or like these Next Fest demos and stuff like sure. that. Yeah. So, Yeah, no, I, I definitely am not claiming that uh, YouTube videos are a good alternative to yeah. demos, uh, but I think that they are an easier alternative for the developer. Nice. So. It's a good way to build hype. Yeah, and everything's about hype these days. It seems so. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think we've gone through most of the stuff that we have here. Uh, but Sarah, I want to know uh, what are you playing recently? Um, I played Lay. I think Lay was the most. Re- nope, nope, that's a lie. Um, well, actually, I think that was one of the more recent games I played. I, do we have a? I have a uh, little review of it on our website. Right yeah. now. Wait, we have a website? We have a website. <laughs> no, I, I did call it out last week too. <laughs> yeah, dicetopixels.com. Yeah. Uh, we've been posting daily reviews, just little snippets, nothing mm-hmm. groundbreaking. Nope, uh, nope. But we're going to continue posting content there until we run out of content to post. Yep. Yeah, so. I think that was really the most recent thing I've played other than um, a little mobile game called Casting Away, which... Fishing? How was it? It's really chill and cute, and I kind of really like it. It's fun. Cool. I like it. My Overwatch 2 review will be going up shortly, and uh, sneak peek, it's going to say you're going to have to wait in queue for like another 60,000. So Yeah, we could just make it uh, an article that just says queue Q. number yeah. 6,084 <laughs> and then post the real article in a week. Yeah. Uh, cool. I've been, um, I've been just playing Incremental Epic Hero 2. 
Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. I, I did post a little snippet, mm-hmm. uh, a little blurb about it on the on the old website. Uh, this game's a little bit interesting in that it is one of the first games in a long time. Uh, so being a bit of a nerd, I have more than a couple computers in the house. Shut up. Only like 20. <laughs> it's fine. Um, including some, some mini computers. I don't have one like within arm's reach, but I have several of these little IOT mini computers and, uh, I now have one that right now it's running on my laptop, but when it's not running on my laptop, this game incremental Epic hero Two is running on that machine 24 seven, uh, on a monitor in my bedroom, uh, well, my office actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is the first game in a long time that I fired up and I was like, this, this needs a dedicated computer running it 24 <laughs> seven. I knew you were digging it when we got here today and you were, and I was you were just like, oh, oh, I got to show you this game. I got to show you. Look, look at this. Look at this. It's uh, it's pretty wild. It's one of the most in-depth incremental games. It's not it's not idle. I keep wanting to call it uh, idle epic hero, and it, that's not what it is. It's uh, it is incremental. It can be idle for sure, mm-hmm. but it's not really you like interacting with it. Definitely massively speeds stuff up, and there's nothing like oh you've sort of exhausted your available time today, so just wait until tomorrow. Uh, you can sink infinite amounts of time into this game. Uh, and it's very cool. I like it a lot. Uh, I can wholeheartedly recommend it if you want your life to be ruined. Um, <laughs> and I will be running it 24-7 for... The foreseeable future. Yeah, until that computer burns out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when I was looking at the the images that you had posted with it, it looked instantly kind of familiar to me because there was this web based um imp- incremental game that looks a lot like it that is very in-depth as well i can't remember what it's called now but it was looked- it incremental epic hero one i i'm it trying to find was. out honestly it, if it, it was. was it probably was um it's, a, it's also an early access and free Yes, it's early access, it's free, and I can confirm that uh, you do not need to, at, at least as of now, and I said this in my review on the website, as of now, you do not need to spend any money on this game ever, 100%. No. Nothing in this game is not unlockable. With that, like Everything is free, you can unlock it, it's not even that painful. Well, beyond the fact that it's an insane incremental that probably takes years to play through. Yeah. It is not difficult to unlock things. Uh, you get a decent amount of the, the currency called Epic Coins um, from daily quests, and it's really good. It's really well done. That said, it's in early access. I can't guarantee that it's not going to turn into microtransaction hell when it's released. But in its current state, it's honestly really good. It's kind of crazy how good it is. Yeah, I noticed there was a, a couple. There's four different packs that you can pay money for, uh, like a starter pack. Uh, yeah, um, shit like that. There's so there's a there's a few things that you can buy, and you can buy you can just straight up buy Epic coins, mm-hmm. um, which are the in-game currency. But you get those every morning, uh, like every 24 hours, it resets your daily quests, and you can get more. And also every I don't know six eight hours, whatever you get 100 coins just for cloud saving your game. So they aren't overly stingy with them. Yeah. Uh, and given the length that I expect this game to take to play, I don't see any reason that you wouldn't be able to unlock all of the unlocks using the the awarded coins. Yeah. That said, 
if you want to speed things up, you can definitely spend extra money. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know just it's, so far it is absolutely doing it for me and the, it's sort of a 2d battle simulator and everything. So the, the specs requirements is not high as evidenced by the fact that I'm running it on a little <laughs> IOT, a fanless <laughs> IOT computer. Uh, I'm loving it. It's, uh, it's my new jam. It's pretty much all I've played this week. I, I checked out a couple of minor things cause I thought I might find another Morris cave. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the greatest game ever made. Greatest game ever made. It's 71 said the best game I've ever paid a dollar for. Let me tell you. How far did you get in that? Uh, no, I, that far. I did not that I haven't played it. It's really hard. Yeah. Like if you want a hard game, Morris Cave is hard uh, and very punishing, unforgiving. Oh, actually, while I'm thinking of it, uh, I checked out and I did write uh, about this on the website as well. What was it? Four or five weeks ago, we talked about Fantasy Background Generator. Yes. yes. Cool little app that uh, just generates fantasy sort of islands that you can walk around. They have done several updates to it, including the one that makes it the most useful, which is uh, you can control the amount of fog now. Oh, good. Which was the biggest complaint that yeah. any of us had with it. Uh, it. It looked really cool and everything else. And then they actually also added like a sunrise and sunset mode. Oh, nice. uh, and I think a night mode as well. Uh, so they've they've improved it quite a bit mm -hmm. and uh yeah if you are looking for something to generate quick uh, backgrounds or fantasy settings for your DD or anything like that it's uh it was good now i think it probably rises to the great category That's yeah awesome. because uh, uh you actually made a background for our episode 10 episode 10 thumbnail on uh, youtube yeah and it was a bit of a pain at the time because yeah. like i we clicked through a bunch we were all sitting here we were clicking through them and it's like oh that looks really good but it's so foggy that looks really good but it's so foggy yeah and they allow and now you have an actual slider that can control that uh and so uh i do think now that that is a great tool before it was kind of cool mm -hmm. now i think it's a legitimately great tool that's so. awesome nice yay yeah uh, what, what's our time at? I feel like we're reaching uh, the end of our... 50 minutes. Oh, okay. We're not too bad then. Yep. Uh, I finally finished Tunic. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Tunic, uh, Tunic really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I remember this was one that you had uh, started playing back in another life. Streamed stream. a bit of it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a very, very cute game. It's my biggest uh, comparison to it would be an old school Zelda. Yeah, it's like a voxel uh, two and a half D Zelda. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's really really neat. Like you learn everything, you can't understand any of the language until you collect uh, manual pages from the game's instruction book scattered throughout the world, and it's really 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 cool. I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, one of my biggest gripes with it was the stamina meter. I hated it. Well, you, there you is just an don't option. Like there is an there is an option to turn it off in the game. So I highly recommend turning off the stamina meter. Now, out of curiosity, <laughs> did you have to learn about it from the manual, or did you find is it separate? No, it's actually it? like in the uh, in the options and accessibility. They have uh, they have a bunch of uh, to. Um, there's a no fail mode you could activate so that you just oh, okay. never die, which is gotcha. lame. I never did that. Um, but That's the more stamina, for, like kids and stuff. Yeah, and like people the that do need it more. Yeah, like the stamina thing, because it reminded me so much, the game itself reminded me so much of an old school Zelda game. I I kept thinking like, well, shit, what if I had like a stamina meter when I'm playing A Link to the Past and I can't do four sword swipes like I used to, or you can't go like, ha, 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 because your stamina meter would just drop like after two. I hate stamina meters. In Dark Souls games, <laughs> I get it. I'm fine with it, but I hate stamina meters in Chad, other games. Chad hates all endings and stamina meters. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I should check out Tunic again. I started playing it on stream and then I did intend to come back to it, but I never did. Um, yeah, cause you bought that, didn't you? Oh yeah. 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 yeah I've got it. Uh, some, one of these days I'll play it again. It's um, on game pass too, I believe. Yeah. I saw it there. Yeah. Uh, I have it on steam, so I'd probably play it on PC, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's a cute little game. Uh, incidentally for just a little fun fact for anyone who didn't know. Voxel, which is what this game is, uh, it stands for volumetric pixel. And it means that each pixel that makes up a, so each square on the screen is made up of colored pixels. So that in theory, if you were to like cut one in half, it would be textured all the way through. Uh, it's just a rendering technology that makes sort of, it lends itself to like cutesy animation styles. Ah, that's cool. That's what Voxel means. Cool. And you play as a fox. And God, I hope it actually stands for volumetric pixel because I'm like 99% sure of that. And if not, I'm going to look like such a fucking asshole. Um, but no, that, that's Lose what that's- all of uh, your nerd cred. Oh, bad. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, uh, but that's what it is. That's the, the rendering style of it. And mm -hmm. uh, it lends itself very well to like generated textures because you don't have to generate mm -hmm. the texture. You generate the object, um, which is, sounds yeah. like should be harder, but it's actually easier. So huh, yeah, weird. it's kind of weird. So there's your little, uh, hopefully correct nerd lesson of the day from Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. I don't think I've got an uh, in incremental Epicuro. I mean, come on. That's what, that's much, what it's all about. How much uh, farming simulator did you play this uh, week? You didn't play any, did you? It's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> you deleted it. No, no, no. Well, it's game pass. So oh. I mean, it wouldn't matter if I had. Uh, you know how I was commenting about the Steam box, never uh, the Steam Deck, if I bought it, would never leave the package. Uh, I have not turned on the Series X since like three days after I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it for like three weeks now. <laughs> I've played it for about two and a half days. <laughs> so uh, I either need to play it some more or if you want to borrow a Series X. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, I, I have tried Xbox. Like Feels like kid swapping, where it's just like, okay, well, you give us a series, we'll give you the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm horrible. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great system, uh, but part of it is I've been trying to suss out whether or not the Xbox Live stuff actually works, and I just keep having like mixed reactions with it because it'll be great one day, and then shit, and then great, and then shit. So like, I you mean cloud. The cloud yeah, game? Yeah, the, no, the, yeah, sorry, yeah. No, the, yeah, the Xbox yeah, Live. Yeah, Xbox the cloud, Live gaming. The cloud gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why I keep calling it live gaming. It's cloud gaming. Uh, mix, mixed. I think I'm done giving it the time of day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll still check it out. Mm -hmm. it seems to work better in the evenings, uh, Eastern time at least, uh, which is weird and backwards. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. it. When it works, it works great. And most about half the time. I'd say it's like it's it's literally flip a coin whether or not it works. So that's part of it is I've been trying to play that so that I have some idea of whether or not it works. Yeah. And uh, you don't need the Series X for that. So, uh, yeah. So anyways, I'll play some more Xboxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe I'll buy a Steam Deck. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the worst. Well, one thing you won't buy is a PS5 because nobody can. Won't buy a PS5 for two <laughs> reasons. Uh, nobody can. And two, honestly, the more and more Sony's doing, the less and less I want it. Yeah. It was actually a conversation um, I got into with uh, a couple friends on uh, Forever Gaming um, where we were just how disappointed we've been with the PlayStation 5 since its launch. Like there hasn't been really 
anything that's been like, oh my God, holy hell, it's either like an upscaled PS4 game or like a, another sequel or like the, it's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. I mean, I had pre-ordered one, never got it. Yeah. Uh, but between the controllers breaking and, you know, PS plus being weird and basically everything being available on Xbox anyways, I just, I can't see myself ever buying one, which is weird. Cause, uh, you know, PS4 was my jam. I, I played the hell out of some PS4. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll probably call it there. Uh, Sarah, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Nope. Are you sure? All right. Well, should we should we quickly mention that the Mario movie is uh, Mario movie is going to be a train wreck? Uh, yeah. No comment. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how it could not be a train wreck. No. So you can uh, when it's when it's the most successful movie ever made, you can clip this and call me an idiot. But yep. That and the Vauxhall thing that I probably got wrong. Well, I mean, Jack Black will probably be amazing in it because. Uh, well, they've got good people for yeah. the movie, like Chris Pratt, Jack Black. Um, you don't like Chris Pratt? I mean, as Mario. Oh well, but okay. Like te- Sarah, when I say Mario. Who would you have play Mario? Not Chris Pratt. But can you think of anyone that you'd be like, oh, they'd make a good Mario? Because, like, I can't. Yeah, that's why you just don't make a Mario movie. They tried that already. No, no, I I agree. Don't make the damn movie. I'm just saying, like, you had to pick someone. Like, who are you going to pick? It's not going to be somebody good for the role because there isn't anybody good for the role. Maybe well, Danny someone's DeVito. uncle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's going to be a train wreck. So, <laughs> Fuck. I can't think of his name. Uh, and I can't think of the show. That um, Mob Boss family show from a while back. Uh, what the fuck was it called? You're talking about uh, like Meet the Fockers guy? The no, guy was no, in no, no, that? no. Sopranos. The, oh, the, yeah. the guy that played the, Supra- the, the main. The serious <laughs> mob movie. The serious mob. <laughs> but it's a. That that'd be a little bit hard now. Hey, yeah, a little a bit me. difficult. Yep. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. On the other hand, uh, <laughs> using a dead actor for Mario goes with the whole not making the movie in the first place. So exactly, maybe perfect a great choice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, now that we've shit on that enough, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we'll uh, we'll call it there. Thanks mm. so much for hanging out. We love every single one of you. We we see you listening on Spotify. You only you only hear us, but we see you. Yes. And uh, that sounded really creepy. Yes. Your ear <laughs> holes are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that made it so much worse. We don't Yay! actually see you. No, we do not have cameras <laughs> stationed in your house, John. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll catch you all next week. Uh, same time, same place. Uh, tell everyone you know that they have to listen to us and or watch us and uh, drop some comments. What's, uh, we're pointing at Sarah. Why are we pointing at Sarah? Why are we pointing at Sarah? What else do they have to do, Sarah? Visit the website. Definitely yeah. that. Uh, Probably click the bell. Yeah. That click the bell. Yeah. Well, and, and the subscribe if they have yeah. it. Yeah. And check out the discord. Oh, I thought he was, I thought he was just saying like, call us. Well, that too. You he can, always points you can, to his you can, our number is six. <laughs> the old party line system. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out. We love you all. We will. Thanks for watching, Will. (laughs) Hasta la vista, baby.